Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. We're delighted to continue our conversation with Magdalena Mook. She is the CEO and Executive Director of the International Coach Federation, a trained coach in her own right, very experienced in international affairs and all sorts of um, enterprises, including fundraising and leadership, and is a frequent speaker on the subjects of coaching and leadership. Uh, she has a master's degree in economics and international trade from the Warsaw School of Economics and also graduated from the Copenhagen Business School's Advanced Program in International Management and Consulting. We're delighted to continue our conversation. Um, just before the break, Magdalena, we were talking about there's a little bit of controversy around the new PCC markers and the rollout process for those. Do you want to address that? Sure. And um, I think the controversy might be around the more of the uh, speed of the rollout other than the markers themselves. So um, the credentialing system has been offered by the ICF for about 17, 18 years now. And it is what we like to call a moving target because we want to, and I think we all recognize for offering the highest quality uh, credentialing program that exists in the, in the field of coaching. What it means is that we constantly have to adjust and be uh, uh, in compliance with the international standards for credentialing bodies of individuals. And these standards do change. We have the entire department uh, very closely working with the, either the ISO standard or the NOCA standards or NCCA standards here in the States to make sure that our program meets all these requirements. One of the very important part of the requirement is that the assessment process needs to be fair, uh, equitable, and legally defensible. Mm -hmm. So with that, as you know, the very unique characteristic <clears throat> excuse me, of our process is that at the PCC and NCC level, we, uh, uh, one of the elements of the program is the, the evaluation of the actual coaching session. That's why we talk about coaching being both the art and the science. Mm -hmm. You know, the knowledge can be, uh, can be measured by the test, which we do as well, but that art of coaching is the, um, the actual event of a coaching session. So the complaints and some of the uh, uh, concerns that we had before, although we spend a lot of time training our assessors to be able to, to uh, listen for the same, if you will, qualities and skills, there was a, a fairly, um, uh, potentially fairly high level of, um, object, uh, of, of this, of, well, how do I say it, of people maybe having some bias based on their own training or sure. practice Absolutely. in listening. So, so for that reason, we decided to go to that route of developing the PCC markers. And that was a very, very accomplished and a very committed group of people who worked tirelessly for a couple of years to develop the behaviors that can be observed at the level of each competency that demonstrate the, uh, the, the really high level of understanding and application of that particular coaching competency. 
These are called the PCC markers. So the PCC markers system has been designed and developed. And with that, it was also, you know, uh, uh, published um, because we believe that our coaches who are striving to be PCC coaches need to know what they are going to be evaluated against. Uh, what that also meant was that we needed to train our assessors in the same system so they truly listen for these behaviors and are able to to mark them as they go along. Um, in the ICF system currently and in a partnership with the training schools, the ACTP level training schools have a permission to examine or to evaluate their students on behalf of the ICF and grant them, if you will, the pass mm -hmm. at that PCC level. And uh, when the programs are evaluated for, for approval by the ICF, this is one of the most important elements of the approval, that examination or evaluation process and the outcomes of it. So what I think became um, a, a controversy and actually made the board make a decision of slowing down the pace of implementation was that in order to, again, not have, to not have multiple standards, let alone dual standards, um, the board decided that uh, all the assessors that are doing this evaluation for the ACTP level schools need to be trained in this new system as well. So we have absolute consistency throughout the system. Um, the, and on one hand, you know uh, how it works. Whenever you develop a better tool, you really want to implement it as quickly as possible because we know it's better. At the same time, we understand that that means um, that the schools needed to adjust to this new system as well. It meant also that the training had to be available to them um, and enough time of practice being allowed. Mm -hmm. So with that, we trained um, originally about a group of 120 um, assessors and part of, a, part, of, part of the reason of training so many was that we assess in 17 languages. So that was a necessity of, of um, educating and, and preparing people who are capable of delivering it in, in multiple languages. And as I mentioned before, in conjunction, conjunction with ACTO, the next most important step is to offer a training to the assessors who do that evaluation for the ACTP schools. We already have a couple of cohorts being trained online um, in progress. And now, um, as I said, next week, I think there is a group of 60-plus uh, people that will be trained um, also in uh, face-to-face uh, -face in conjunction with that training. That, that's quite critical, I think, for the, for the quality control um, and for that uh, very high right now reputation that our credentials and our coaches holding these credentials um, uh, enjoy in the marketplace. Well, to, to your point of being fair, that the assessments be fair, equitable, and legally defensible, I think you're exactly you've anticipated exactly the the concern which is that the rollout in particular the training of people and the information that training was available seemed to be uh, handled in a way that was not necessarily fair or equitable um, or even handed that is there are ACTP uh, schools that were not notified that didn't know about this that frankly unless they were members of ACTO didn't even know about the new PCC markers 
Is that being addressed? Is there some way that you've heard those concerns and are addressing them? Actually, quite frankly, I did not hear that concern, and that comes a little bit as a surprise because we have quite robust system of communicating with all of our training schools, including quarterly calls, including a special newsletter to all of the training programs accredited um, by the ICF. What we found at times, and actually not in conjunction with this particular issue, was that um, training schools uh, often, of course, naturally, like any other business, would have a change of an individual being a primary contact with the ICF. This change is not always are being made by the school in our system and the communication may be actually reaching somebody else in a school system or somebody who may not necessarily be a part of that system anymore. When we have a bounce out, of course, we try to, to follow up and, um, and uh, find it that way. But um, um, I'll be absolutely super happy to talk to anybody who felt not being informed, and we will make sure that we have a correct information for them. Um, all this information is also available on the website, coachfederation.org. Um, this is you know, critical that, that we are in conversation with the providers of coach training. Um, you know, as a, um, um, a provider of coach training, we do the, the uh, gradual reviews, six-month reviews. Mm-hmm. So that comes a lot as a surprise that somebody would say that they were not in communication. But I know it happens, so I'll be, I'll be very happy to address it with whoever felt being left behind. Great. My understanding from the, you know, the conversations I've been privy to or told about is that it'll be a topic of some uh, pointed discussion with Mr. Rogers, George Rogers, at yeah. Acto next week, so you might you might prepare him. <laughs> I will certainly mention it to him. Or, and, um, or send him on vacation. <laughs> Either way, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it is, it is Arizona after all. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's, uh, we've just got about a minute left in this segment, and I so appreciate you staying with us for the entire show. Let's, um, let's talk briefly about the relevance of credentials, as long as we're talking about Mr. Rogers' area, um, in the real world. Are you finding, uh, are you getting some feedback about how valuable or important the ACC, PCC, and MCC credentials are? Yes, and I'm delighted um, because, you, you know, I've been with ICF for almost 11 years, and um, I have a sense, even from the early years of my um, being here, that the credential was more of a, was perhaps more important to a coach as a clear demonstration of their commitment to the profession and their own professional growth. And that is still one of the elements of our credentialing system. That sign of professionalism and professional growth. However, over time, it seems that the, the credential became a means of differentiating uh, an individual in a marketplace. Um, at first, it was, it was a lot of educating, and as I said before, it's not only the coaches themselves, but um, um, ICF as an organization does a lot of educating about, you know, who do you choose, how do you choose your, your, your coach. And one of our very strong um, statements in this arena is you should work with the credentialed coach for the reasons we mentioned why credential is important. But what uh, happened since, and that is the delight, 
Christmas, I hear some music. Is yes, that I'm so sorry. Yeah. That, okay. I, no, I'm good. I'm good with the music. I'm good with the music. We're gonna, actually, we're going to come back right after these words and finish that thought. Thanks. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. I can't speak more highly about Progressive Medical Center and how they've helped me get my health back, get my energy back. And Dr. Ogoli, when I first came to you guys, you found a thyroid problem and I had no clue, but that's really common with a lot of your patients, right? Underactive thyroid is the most missed diagnosed condition in the United States. According to the American Academy of Endocrinology, well over 25% of the population is not being diagnosed properly. It's because of the testing parameters. If you go to your traditional doctor, they could be missing a key component. If you have crushing fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, cold hands, cold feet, losing hair, lack of concentration, even headaches and migraines could be caused by underactive thyroid. At Progressive Medical, we get to the root cause of the problem because we are integrative, and integrative medicine is good medicine. We use a combination of medication, natural supplements, diet, nutrition, lifestyle modification, and that's what makes it so unique because we tailor it to your personal needs, and that's interesting because you are tailored. Yes, and if you want to get your energy back, be the most vibrant version of yourself, you got to get to Progressive Medical Center. I'm so glad I went. Contact them today through ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. Hey guys, CS Keys here to introduce you to San Diego's number one health meal prep provider, Fresh and Fit Meals. With over 40 menu items to choose from, several pickup locations all over America's finest city, made and delivered fresh, never frozen. Save on time and money. Super convenient and improves the quality of your life. Just visit the website, freshandfitmeals.com, for all the menus and the pricing. Or give them a call at 858-805-5949 for more details. Remember, you are what you eat, so you might as well be fresh and fit with Fresh and Fit Meals. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. 